The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. 8.50 and we continue with word domination. A couple of tweets that have come through. Uh, Victor saying, Mish Constant, the Gap Band song you just played was also known to South Africans as Mshai John Tate in the 1970s. That's what I love about you guys is that you teach us new stuff all the time. Victor, you're always teaching us. Then um, Jim Pascal Augustin, who tweeted a little bit earlier, said, Hey, I am going to be at Poetry Africa in Durban. They're having an online book launch of my latest book, Blood Red Dragonflies, but I'll be reading from my other books as well. And that seems kind of appropriate because that's exactly where we're going to now. We're going to Poetry Africa. It's taking place in KwaZulu-Natal. There have been a few events that have also been taking place here in Johannesburg, and now they're all going down to uh, the University of KwaZulu-Natal's Center for Creative uh, Arts to perform, to take part, to get involved. We've got a poet and lecturer, Philippa Yardavillias, on the line, but we also have Quaz Root on the line, who is the curator of Poetry Africa. Quaz, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. Happy to be here. So to be a curator, you have to pull together a variety of artists and storytellers and poets that make sense in the bigger picture. You have to kind of like join the dots. Tell us a bit about that. Um, yeah, it, it, it does take quite a bit of, um, I guess, drawing from your network and, and, and finding out which poets are visible, active, and which ones would actively and, and um, positively contribute towards, you know, the theme or the intention that we have for the festival. So curating definitely is, you have to be a little intentional with who it is you decide to have, but also intentional with what it is you are trying to achieve. And I think with this year's festival, what we were hoping to do is, is remind folks that there's a light space, um, but also remind them that poetry in itself exists in so many different forms, and we'll take all those different forms and iterations and bring it um, right back to the light stage and hopefully um, re- reignite that flame for you know live performances and for people coming out again. So the idea behind this year's um, duration in particular was to find poets that we know whose work speaks to the theme in particular for Poetry Africa this year, which was poetic injustice, um, voices that breathe, move, and transform. And I think generally poets tend to do things like that, but uh, the list of, of participants this year are, are very intentional with that, and, and which is why we curated this festival along those lines. I like that you talk about curatorial work as both uh, about the intention or intentional and purpose as well. Your keynote speaker is going to be the wonderful Sandile Ngide. He is such an activist and such a great citizen who really promotes uh, creativity in a variety of ways on all sorts of social media platforms. He's going to be talking and commemorating Mafika Gwala at the 8th Mafika Gwala Lecture. Tell us a little bit about the lecture and what you think Sandile will be offering us. Yes, so um, Sandile and Giri will be delivering that lecture. Yes, the Mafika Gwala Lecture is, is a staple part of the Poetry Africa program. And um, for those who are in tune with his work and, and uh, in tune with his work in the black consciousness movement in particular, will know that that Ndidi uh, would be the perfect person to do that because his work always speaks back to exactly what uh, Mafika Gwala uh, hopes to achieve through, through his poetry. Um, yes, this lecture in particular uh, will be one of three 
We've already had had one uh, year in the Joburg, during the Joburg leg, leg which was a tribute to Hospitale, um, and it was also held in that uh, newly renamed Therapeutic Hospitale Theatre at the University of Johannesburg Art Centre. Um, and then our third lecture, which is also one that is um, always on the Poetry Africa program, is the Mazizi Kumene lecture. Um, so I think if anything, what we've been trying to do is to also remind uh, those that are coming and experiencing the, the the festival that there are voices from a generation that are so that is removed from us, but that still speaks very much to what it is we are doing right now. And they are also central to the consciousness of a lot of writers around the country and around the, the continent. Um, so that that's what what the purpose that these lectures seek sort of looks to 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 um, serve. But I know that Ntate Giri in Giri in particular has something very special after having read his excerpt. So I'm gonna uh, uh, direct everyone online next uh, tomorrow on the 10th actually when it kicks off um, for them to go in and see how he reinterprets uh, the work of Masika Guala and how it landed in in um in his heart and how yeah. it sort of plays out in the work that he is creating right now. So it's really exciting um, as much as we are trying to spotlight contemporary, uh, you know, active contemporary poets, I think it is also important to to remind ourselves of the well that we are drawing from. Um, I mean, another keynote address will be by Ms. Diana Ferris, who, is, if you are familiar, uh, uh, wrote the famous poem, I Came to Take You Home, uh, to Take You Home, um, dedicated to Sarah Bartman. Yeah. And that is a poem that was sort of the catalyst for, you know, the, the, the movement for the, France, the, the French government, forgive me, to ultimately change their minds and fall on their sword and say, we have done wrong and we will return the remains of Sarah Bartman to South Africa. So, Mom Diana Ferris, who's also an accomplished poet and based down in Cape Town, will then deliver. Um, uh, the, the keynote address, which I think will also set the tone for for what the festival looks like down in Durban. So there's, there's, there are quite a few lectures and addresses uh, that that I think are important, just as important as you know the entertainment value that we get from performance poetry. I think it's also important for us to revisit these themes that are in these lectures and also revisit these these human beings who have contributed to to this thing that we hold so dearly that is called poetry. Yeah. Quas, we're going to leave you there and go to Philippa Yard de Villiers because we literally only have a few minutes uh, left before the news. Philippa, thank right. you so much for joining us. I want to ask you, um, when reading the press release and the bio, Quas was talking to us, us about it now, uh, I saw that um, the keynote speaker, one of the keynote speakers, Sandile Nguide, was talking about um, how long have we lost words that heal? And, and I wanted to really ask you, as someone who is a poet, but also a lecturer, the, the concept of words and poetry as a form of healing, no matter how tough it may be, and no matter how tough those words may be in what they say, they do have, um, not, it's not their core function to heal, but certainly they do have the ability to heal. How do you look at it as someone who teaches it and looks at creative writing? Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. Um, I think, when I think about that, I think about Bertolt Brecht, who said that he was not going to leave Nazi Germany because they were the only healthy cells in an ailing body. And I feel the same way about us as, as, as artists. Um, and we, we have sometimes got abrupt ways of speaking about about our leaders and about what they're doing, but it's because they're 
crossing borders and they're breaking they're breaking us down they're making us ill and we have to speak up about that mm. and um and we use our our words for that um i mean we also have fun and we we do it in a playful way as well and we don't have to be deep about everything but um you can yeah, make, you can make yourself well. very very vulnerable by doing that as well i mean that's one of the i suppose the dangers of being a poet Yes, it is a danger, but somehow it is um it is something that somebody's got to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. And so um and sometimes if you don't do it, you you make yourself sick, you know, because it's about telling your truth and and making that truth available. And I've heard so many stories about poets who've been kicked off of uh, festivals because of telling the truth. Vangile Gancho has had experiences like that where she was, you know, she was saying something very difficult to hear about corruption in this country mm. and she was removed from a program, you know, and that, that, you know, we deal with that, but it doesn't stop us from saying that stuff because we have to, we have to say those words. So, so in many ways, it's about speak out, speak out, speak out. And uh, even if you feel like you're not being heard, continue to speak out. Yeah. And I think what I love about Poetry Africa, and especially this year's program and this year's focus, yeah. is that it's, it's, it's returning to the source of, of poetry in af- traditional African poetry. As, as Paolo Jordan, as father wrote, yeah. The, uh, the poet was a center of, of the kind of moral conscience of society. So the poet actually was able to say things that nobody else could and would be listened to, in fact, yeah. was in fact somebody that was treasured, you know, for, for their critical art on things. And the fact that they don't, they don't gain anything from saying difficult things. And it is a healing, pro, it is part of healing. Um, yeah, the poem that I was going to do if we had time was actually talking about that. But we don't have time. But, but perhaps what you can do is if you can record it on WhatsApp and send it to our producer, then uh, we can drop it in somewhere. I bet you Justice Albi Sachs would love to have that uh, take part uh, in his in his uh, portion of the show as well. So if you can drop it onto WhatsApp, we'd really appreciate that. That would be amazing. Oh, I'd love that. I'd do that with Great pleasure. Philippa Yardavillias, we have to leave you at that point. Uh, Poetry Africa taking place uh, at University of KwaZulu-Natal and online as well. You just need to go to poetryafrica.ukzn.ac.za for the program. Nine o'clock, time for the news. Good morning.